What's up, guys? Welcome to Winnipeg's Finest, the podcast where we get personal with notable Winnipeggers. If you haven't been with us before, here's what you've missed. Would you rather fight three Danny DeVito sized shacks <laughs> or one shack sized Danny DeVito? That's a- well, what? That's the easy one. Three Danny DeVito sized shacks. Like, really? Like, no, heck, dude. I feel like they can rip you apart. Like a giant Danny DeVito. Okay, but like. Wow. Body- Do you just fucking kiss no. your friends all the time? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Friendship, First of all, so- I'm. I, I'm sorry. It's okay. It gets it gets worse. Absolutely. Okay. Oh okay. my god. That's a bot. That's a straight body bag. If uh, you know, I'm gonna fuck it. No. Do it. Do it. I wanna know. What do I ask? I don't have Siri. How do you pronounce SZA? How do you pronounce SZA? You grew up penisless on the streets. You grew up penisless on the streets. You grew up penisless on. The streets. <laughs> Come on. I hear it. All right. I don't know what the hell is going on. I'm, maybe my mic's off. I have no idea, seriously. But my voice sounds like death, apparently, which is great because we actually recorded these interviews before I recorded the intro, which is dope. Uh, if you guys already, if you guys don't already know, we dropped two episodes today. The other one was with Lim. You guys can check that out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Check our social media as well. This episode is with Haves. And I'm going to be honest with you, I didn't really know her going into this. It was just kind of shot in the dark. Uh, so thank you, Eric Light, for that. That's her manager. Uh, he's a great guy. He's also been on the show, actually. So check him out. Him and George Roblin were on way back in January. Uh, today's episode, we talk about uh, how Haves got into writing music. You know, there's a big theme in her life about things just kind of happen because she adjusts very well. She went on a music writing retreat. She just recently went on tour. She's a really interesting person, really intuitive. I can't wait for you guys to listen to this. And of course, this motherfucking episode is brought to you by Jellyfish Float Spa, which is the best place in Winnipeg to experience float therapy. Float therapy, obviously, is when you lie in a pod filled with a thousand Epsom salts in shallow water. Uh, they're at Saint. They're at 894 Saint Mary's, and you guys get 15% off every single purchase there. Just use our code Winnipeg's Finest and let them know that you listen to the podcast. Check them out on social media. That's also linked in the description. Yeah, and here we are. How is it going? Good. Good. Real good. That's good. I'm glad it's going well. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I see it in your eyes. Yes, I'm a, I'm a very enthusiastic person. Mm. I'm very into people's wellness. I got that. Yeah, yeah, so you know what's up. Mm. I really like your, like, rings and stuff. Thank you. Me too. They're very <laughs> I have to. eccentric. I can't go anywhere without them. Why not? I don't know. I used to sleep with them on. Huh. Yeah, it's really weird, but I, like, got past that. I don't know, it just, like, took a lot of time to take them all off, but... <laughs> that's why you they kind of got sharp so <laughs> that's why you slept with them on because you don't you're just too lazy to take them off i mean maybe i actually don't i'm not really sure but probably i get that though like i know some people who don't dry themselves after a shower <laughs> just because they don't like feel like they have time to okay Which i've mean, heard of that yeah <laughs> is there any particular reason why you wear them or just because they look cool no well i like um, like stones and stuff like that. So I try to um, incorporate those in my everyday attire. But um, I just kind of accumulated them over the years. Huh, cool. That's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah, I don't wear any jewelry. So whenever I see people with rings or cool earrings like the ones you're also wearing for the people who cannot see, <laughs> I'm like, wow, that's so interesting. Yeah, I used, to n- I used to not wear jewelry. And then I don't know what happened one day. It was just like, boom. And I started wearing Huh. Yeah, and can here you, we are. Can you explain to me, like, your stage name, Haves, how you got to that? Like, what the inspiration was? Because I've, uh, I've always been so curious about so that. It's so lame. <laughs> it's just part of my last name. So. Oh. Yeah. What's I'm your last gonna, name? Uh, oh, you're not going to say it? You yeah. don't have to. Yeah. I'm not going to say it, but it's part of my last name, so it comes from my last name. Oh, okay. I thought maybe it, like, stood for something. Nope. <laughs> just, yeah. just my last name. Oh, okay. That's not yeah, lame. Because I always liked my last name, and I always wanted to keep it, and... Then, so now, it's like, it can kind of just always be there. Huh. Well, not the full thing, but part of it, at least. That's not lame. I thought you were going to be like, it was my club penguin <laughs> username. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which also isn't lame, but you know. You know what I mean. Yeah. You know what I'm getting at. Yeah. I mean, you just came back from tour. Mm-hmm. How was that? It was amazing. It was so much fun. Honestly, I'm still, like, kind of high from it, I feel like. I've just been on the go since I got back like I haven't really stopped moving yeah but so it's been really busy but it's been really good busy 
and there's just like a lot of plans it's crazy because like i started planning this in february mm-hmm. and it's already june and it's just like may yeah. i don't even know what happened to may like, yeah sometimes i'll wake up and i won't even re- like i i'll be like where am i you know <laughs> I don't think that's that's good. <laughs> you don't think that's good? Where you just wake up and you're like, where am I? Yeah, like not in a bad way. Like as soon as I actually am conscious, I'm oh. like, oh, okay. Okay, yeah. I can see where I am, but I don't know. Like just because I went to Toronto mm-hmm. and then I had a show here. Cause, okay, so I went to Toronto. I came back here for a day, had a show here mm-hmm. that day. And then I went to Amsterdam the next day. Yeah. And then I had a few shows there and then I came back. And then I went to <laughs> went to Falcon Lake for a songwriting retreat, um, which is super random, but it just for all happened. A songwriting retreat. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was. It was super. It was crazy because I was like living city life for like a month, and then I had all of a sudden was in Falcon Lake, and it was so calm, and it just like forced me to breathe, I yeah. guess. <laughs> um, so, and then I got I just got home from that like last week. Yeah. So. Yeah. So you've been super busy. Mm-hmm, but, but like I said, it's good. Yeah, I mean, I kind of get what you're saying now, now that you think about it. Like, the other day I was writing in my uh, journal slash to-do list. I wrote the date. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> I know. June yeah. 24th, 2019. I still, it doesn't, like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. 2008 was 11 years ago. Oh, my God. That's so crazy. I know. But what was I doing in 2008? I was just like... Oh, man, I don't even want to say what I was doing. All right. 2008? <laughs> <laughs> I was getting kicked out of class. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, I was in grade four. In grade four? Yeah, in 2008. Ooh. I was in grade set seven? Yeah. I think? Yeah, I mean, we're three years apart, right? I think so, yeah. That makes sense. Around there. That makes sense. Yeah, you're in grade seven. Couldn't yeah. have been that bad. Grade eight was the, the bad year. Yeah? You got suspended a bunch? I've never been suspended. I was, like, the good kid in school. Really? I just, like, kept it myself. I, like, nobody really would know. Like, I was, like, quiet, but, like, you know how, like, quiet people are, like, the ones you should keep an eye on, usually? Really? Yeah, because they don't, like... In say, grade school or in I've general? always just kept to myself, in general. Like, I've always just okay. kept to myself, and then, so, like, anything I was scheming up, and, like, nobody really knew about it. I guess. Yeah, I guess so. I mean... I'm such an open book, and I'm so out there. Mm, yeah, I am to, like, people that know me. Like, my... I have, like, three close... For, like, people close to me that I actually open up to, and then the rest is just, like, see the the surface of me. Yeah, I mean... I guess I can see what you're saying. You have to keep your eye out for the people who kind of keep to themselves and that are quiet. Mm-hmm. My philosophy is that, like, if I try to reach out to those people, but they won't really reciprocate it's like that's fine you can do your own thing yeah yeah, yeah. you know sure. whatever yeah yeah i mean i'm just such an open book though to people my line of thinking is that if i own all my shit and put it out there when it's necessary obviously i'm not gonna be like in the grocery store and people are gonna be like oh that's 1742 <laughs> and i'm like yeah i went to a psych ward i'm like what the fuck <laughs> you know just but projecting <laughs> Just throwing my shit unnecessarily on people. Yeah. I mean, like, if you don't run from it and you're honest with other people about it, what can they say to you that's going to make you feel bad about it? Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, if you know yourself enough and you're, like, comfortable enough with it, yeah, it's just their opinion. It's like, yeah, whatever. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) I was going to ask you, what's it like being the quiet kid? I'm like, that's such a shitty question. I don't even know how I would answer that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Because in my group of friends, I wasn't the quiet kid, just like to, you know, teachers and everyone yeah. that didn't actually know me. So have you been songwriting, how long have you been doing that for? Um, since I was born? <laughs> I don't know. That's like the question. I don't even know how to answer that because it's not like a, I don't have like a um, intellectual process of, of how I do it or when I started. Like I didn't have that day where I was like, I'm going to start writing songs. I just started doing it. Um, my mom was an opera singer. Oh, cool. So I kind of just, I don't think she, she didn't, she never wrote songs, but she just sang them and I would just always like come with her and like start singing at the places that she was singing when I was little, Mm -hmm. like obviously on a much smaller scale, but, um, I kind of started doing that and then 
I started playing piano and I think I just that's when I I think that's when I started like writing and composing and yeah and whatever yeah all that stuff yeah so I mean obviously I don't I don't think there anybody there is really anybody who's like oh you know there's one day I just I woke up and I've talked to some people and they're like they have that story they're like yeah one day I was like I just decided I wanted to do this and that's crazy to me because I've just like always been interested in it yeah so but so it's interesting how like different people work differently I don't know I think that's kind of bullshit though like I think that desire has always been there for those people maybe they just don't know it yeah something made them realize it yeah which but their perception of it is like I woke up this day and I was like I'm gonna write songs huh I mean do you remember the first song you wrote I mean obviously it might not be the first song that you actually wrote but do you remember a specific song that you wrote when you were younger and you're like huh I got something here I, not really, like, <laughs> probably, I went to this, like, summer camp, and I sang a song that I wrote mm-hmm. for, like, their talent show thing, um, that I remember, because other people remembered it, like, people still sometimes bring it up to me, and I'm just so embarrassing, because it was, like, it was called Eraser. Okay. That's just a start. That'll just tell you. What? What's wrong with Erasers? <laughs> like, do you mean like the pink things or? Yeah, like, but it wasn't based on it, a pencil eraser, but it was just like really cheesy and I don't know. I just, I hate it. But um, yeah, that's like the first one I remember. So? Because other people remember it. Like, everybody writes stuff that sucks or they don't, yeah, they don't exactly. like you have to early write, on. You have to write stuff that sucks to write stuff. Like, this past year, I think I've been, I made it a thing to write. I wrote like every day for maybe like six months mm-hmm. and like I wrote like a song or a verse or something and a lot of them I didn't use mm-hmm. like I have seven or eight songs out right now mm-hmm. which like obviously I didn't use all that content but I just went to this songwriting retreat and I just realized how much writing every day for six months actually did help me yeah compared to like a year ago so, how often were you writing a year ago um just whenever I felt like it, which was, I mean, it was still kind of often, but I wasn't, like, doing it as seriously. I just started doing it seriously for, like, like maybe two years ago, and then, like, six six months ago to a year ago, I, I started doing it as halves, mm-hmm. and then about, actually, like, a few months ago, like, right before I went on tour, I started taking it, like, really serious. Yeah. What made you decide to change your stage name? Um... Well, I didn't. I never liked the idea of having like my actual name as my oh, stage okay. name, and it used to be my actual name, so I just changed it to, okay. to shorten it as much as possible. And was there again? Was there a specific moment that you realized that hey, I should be writing more, or was it just kind of? No, it just kind of happened. Like most things, for, with me with music, it's yeah. just mostly like a natural process. Like it'll just flow you know (laughs) is that just with music or is that kind of like how things go in your life in general where the lines are a bit blurred but you still manage to find your footing I guess yeah actually I guess that is pretty much my life um mostly like um more recently I started just kind of going with whatever happens and just like trusting it and Mm -hmm. things just seem to always fall into place obviously you have to make the right moves for that to happen yeah um but I used to, like, really plan stuff. Now I, I plan less. Like, I still plan strategically mm-hmm. to, like, a, a good <clears throat> good amount. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, last year you released an album. This year you're on tour and you're going to this songwriting retreat and there's so many things that are happening. Is this something that you saw when you decided that you were going to start performing as a musician? Well, last April, I was like, I want to go to this. Because the reason, like, it wasn't like a halves tour. It mm-hmm. was mostly, like, just a bunch of different dates. Like, I hopped on a different tour, like, on Shay's tour. Yeah. Um, and then, like, Canadian Music Week was in Toronto. And then, so, New School Rules was in Rotterdam. And last April, like, two Aprils ago, I was like, I want to do that mm-hmm. festival. So, I again like strategically planned to do it but I wasn't like if I don't do it I'm gonna you know like hate myself or whatever I'm gonna be like super choked about it like obviously I'll be choked but um that's something that I was working towards and if it didn't work out then didn't work out you know what can you do if you already did everything you could 
to get to that point. So I basically like uh, met with the people that I needed to meet with for that and went to like conferences that I needed to go to and um, went to, I don't know, different like Manitoba music, like for grant writing. And I just like really prepped for it. And then I ended up getting it. So, you know, like it's a lot of hard work that goes into it. It didn't just happen. For sure. Yeah. I mean, that's a really good mentality though that you have. That this is what I want to do. I'm expecting to get it. However, if it doesn't happen, I'm not going to lose my shit, you know. Exactly. Stressing over it doesn't help at all. <laughs> like, stressing over it is just... If anything, it'll make it worse. Um, I mean, you just described to me how you were, like, a quieter kid growing up. You kept to yourself. You had people you trusted. Is that something that's always been another theme for your life? Maintaining, you know, being level-headed, staying calm, even when things get a little frantic? Yeah, I... I think I would, yeah, definitely. Um, I still am pretty quiet for people that just meet me, but once you actually get to know me, I I open up to you. I just don't open up to everybody, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. So, like, I pick who I want to open up to. Yeah, well, I mean, you got to pick people who are worthy of hearing what you want to say, right? Yeah, exactly, because I can, I can tell. Like, I'm really good at reading people, and I can tell if somebody, like, truly doesn't care, and then I won't waste my energy, you know, talking huh. about certain things that's interesting can you expand a little bit on that because i think that's really interesting i met a bunch of people who are like that and they say like oh you know i have a really good sense of who's a genuine person who is about their business who doesn't mean what they say Mm -hmm. how (laughs) this is going to be a really open-ended question but how does that happen how do you how are you able to tell um i don't even know like i don't even know how to answer that i've just been really um I got really, uh, like, intuitive, I guess. Yeah. Over the past year, like, these past, like, okay, so twenty seventeen <clears throat> and twenty eighteen were really bad years for me. Yeah. And I was like, what What can I do to to make this better? Because mm-hmm. these years, like, it sucks right now. So I started going to yoga a lot. Okay. And I started, uh, you know, meditating and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just like got really in tune with like my intuition like I just started following things yeah. that I felt and that doesn't make sense to a lot of people and that's like really controversial to say because a lot of people will argue that and be like well that doesn't make sense but I just like that doesn't really matter to me because yeah. I, I know how I feel and it's been working for me it doesn't work for everybody mm-hmm. and uh, I don't even know like why is that controversial because people are like you can't back like you can't back up a feeling like you, there's that's not science you know like, it's just, I don't know, I've just gotten that. I'm not, I'm not saying that to, like, you, I'm saying, like, to that response, like, that. Yeah. What do you mean you can't back up a feeling? Well, because people are like, it's just a feeling, like, like, go, for example, like, doing this whole music thing, that was all intuitive, I was like, this mm-hmm. just feels right, I can't explain it, it just flows, and it, like, when I write a song, it just, a lot of the times I don't have, like I said, I don't have, like, an intellectual process of how I do it, I mm-hmm. just do it, and it just... If, if the time's right, the vibe's right, like, I'm with the right people, it's the right beat, all that stuff, it'll just flow out, and I won't, like, I'll just, like, black out and write a song, and, yeah. and like, obviously I'll go back and edit it and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. it's just one of those things, versus, like, when I was at that point where I was like, okay, I can go through with what I actually graduated with, or I can do this, then I obviously went with the music, because that was more, even though it's, like, more risky, that's just what felt right, but people are like, well, if it just, if it feels right, like what happens if it doesn't work out? Then, then like doesn't. you could have done that, and you could have had a good job and all this stuff. And it's just like I don't know. It, that just doesn't make sense to me. But it makes sense to a lot of people to go like the safer route. Yeah. Because I think that's what everybody else does. Like mm-hmm. that's just like what the standard is for everybody <clears throat> to do. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I'm just rambling now. No, <laughs> no, it's fine. Please, like, I, if you go <laughs> off, if you have a tangent, please say it. Yeah. Right? Like, is there an expiration? Back to your point, though. That's such a weird thing to say. Like, oh, you could have been what your degree is. Like, is there an expiration date on it? I don't know. Is like, school going to so. Is school going <laughs> to blow up? Like, am I not allowed to go back if I want to later? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But then, you know, then you're old and you need to have a family by this time. And it's just like, there's a lot of... That's such bullshit. It is, yeah. But that's like an like an old school way of thinking almost like now things are are totally different i think like yeah. everyone like there's a lot of lot more woke people <laughs> like <laughs> i i surround myself with a lot of people that are like, like 
woke for lack of better terms but um there's sometimes if i'll go to like i don't know it it all depends who you surround yourself with because if if you're like if i'm around the people that i am around now then they're all encouraging but then there's certain people that i can hang out with for like only two hours Mm -hmm. and i'll be like man i shouldn't be doing this like what like i'll start doubting myself and i don't know it's just crazy how how that works I, I just, like, I like the point that you said about how people say, like, oh, what's safer? And I've always heard the term, play the percentages. Mm, yeah. And I always think that's so stupid. Like, what percentage <laughs> of percentage of what? Exactly. People that are depressed, people that hate their lives, people that are yeah. unhappy. Oh, you're supposed to be married and have kids. 50% of marriages today fail. Exactly. Those are the percentages that I'm playing. Yeah. For I can't what? even, I never even wanted to get married. Like, that was never... Like, so many people I know, like, all my friends, well, not all my friends, a lot of my friends in, back in high school or, like, had their, or elementary even, had their weddings planned out. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> yeah, I've never even thought about that. But, like, if it happened, it happened, you know? Yeah. Um, it's just one of those things that you're, like, taught to, yeah. to, to find yourself with. Yeah. Like, with another person versus, like, with being successful, mm-hmm. doing your own thing and making a name for yourself. Like, when I started this, I had, like, almost nobody backing me up Mm -hmm. like yeah you should do it I had a lot of doubt in my head Mm -hmm. about if I should but like I said it was just a feeling that I feel like I had to do it yeah and I mean if you do get married one day you'll probably just be you wake up and you're like oh shit I'm married yeah exactly (laughs) where am I (laughs) I actually uh, I actually had an ex-girlfriend tell me something that you just said that they felt that she felt like she had no value if she wasn't in a relationship really yeah a lot of people feel like that right that That blew my mind and but that's like that's the thing. It's just how it how it is with a lot of people. A lot of people don't realize they don't like go do their own thing, or like I think that in order to have a successful relationship, you both need to be doing your own thing. You both need to yes. be independent, and you both need to be able to exist without each other. But yeah. then when you come together, it's like this beautiful thing. I don't know. Yeah. No, I think you're a hundred percent right. I think you need to coexist independently. Yeah. I always cringe when I hear people be like. Without this person, I am nothing. I'm like, let's pump the brakes. <laughs> Just for a second. I think you'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. I think if you really tried, you'd be fine. Yeah, exactly. If you wanted to. <laughs> yeah, if you really wanted to do well, you'd, you'd be fine. Trust me. That's where things get messy because people get um, comfortable. Yeah. And then they get yes. scared. To, that's a really good word, comfortable. Yeah, that's like... This past year, even for, even this, these past six months for me, I've been uncomfortable like every single day. Mm-hmm. But I've grown so much, so it's like that's the cheesiest thing ever, but it's the truest thing ever. Also, mm-hmm. for sure. I mean, even before we started recording, I was writing something in my room, and I started to sweat because I'd never tried writing something like that before. Really? And I could hear myself in my head be like, "This fucking sucks. I hate this." But it doesn't probably like it's. Yeah, and then you'll go back to it, and then it'll be, I don't know, maybe you'll yeah you'll change it up a bit, and then you'll be like, oh, it's not so bad. That's Perhaps. what happened, like, this, one of the later songs I recorded, it was, like, more rappy, mm-hmm. and then I listened to it, and I was like, oh my god, this sucks, <laughs> and then, because it's like, I've never done, like, a, like, I've never rapped, like, actually rapped on a song. Mm-hmm. And then I listen to it, I'm like, I hate this, I need to redo it, like, I'm changing the beat, I'm changing the lyrics, I'm changing everything. Mm-hmm. And then I just kept listening to it, and it became more, <laughs> I guess, comfortable to me. Yeah. And I, like, got more used to it. Yeah. And I started liking it. Well, I'm not even sure if it's the immediate quality of it matters that much. Like, yeah. Like you said, oh, I probably did, the writing you did probably doesn't suck. I'm not even sure if that's the point. The point is, I'm trying to expand my repertoire, and that's what matters. Yeah. Is that I actually have a plan, and I'm doing something about it. Mm-hmm. rather than sitting on my ass and being like, oh, I wish I could write. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like whether or not I use this as something, whether or not this gets published, whether or not this is something I'm proud of later, it's not the point. It's doing something in your brain. Yeah, expanding and going to that place is what I'm proud of. Yeah, and if it's, exactly. And if it ends up being good, that's just... Perfect. That's bonus <laughs> now. Oh, it's something good. Awesome. Now I know yeah. I can do this. And uh, eventually you'll be able to use something that you write. Yeah, for sure. I mean... Or not. <laughs> yeah, or not. Who knows? Yeah. But I mean, how many people are really risking, really willing to go out and take risks? Not a lot. Like, not a lot. 
it goes back to what you said about your degree and the safe options and playing the percentages. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm sure somebody told the Beatles they were nuts. Probably. I'm sure somebody told Queen they were nuts, regardless of what their movie said and lied about. Mm-hmm. Was, it's all like perception and like branding is such a huge thing too. Yeah. Because like people one day could be like, oh, I really like that song, and then you'll brand it totally differently. And they'll be like, oh, I love this song. Or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's, I don't know. It's it's all psychological. Yeah. Well, I mean, something that uh, in two episodes, I guess, now, Andre was saying that, you know, when he first heard Gucci Gang by Lil Pump, he was like, what the fuck yeah. is this? Like, I don't, re- I don't resonate with this. What's this saying? He's like, get a couple drinks in you get a little bit buzz and you're like Gucci gang Gucci gang right yeah it's crazy how that happens too mm-hmm. songs that I hear at the club I'm just like I'll, I'll be like Shazam I'm that bitch like Shazamming it <laughs> and then I'll come home and I'll listen to it in my car and be like oh, I don't like this yeah. but then I'll like you know be at a club again and I'll like it yeah exactly it's that atmosphere mm-hmm. I think one of the best things about uh, music and the scene in general is how you can meet other people who are kind of like you, who took that risk, who are gambling, betting on themselves. Yeah, exactly. That helps a lot. Because then you're surrounded by inspiration all the time. Yeah. That's like with Easy Click. Like, I became a part of Easy Click last um, August. Mm-hmm. Same time around you started this podcast. Yeah, um, was that a coincidence? I don't know, maybe. Knock on wood, I don't know. Everybody's superstitious. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess like for, for people that don't know, Easy Click is like a, it's a collective that basically is me, Stumbles Diamond, and uh, Lil Nappy Boy. So there's four of us, and we just all come from different, I don't want to say genres, but like, like styles. We have different styles. Sure. Um, so... We got together, and the stuff that I write with them is like totally different than the stuff that I would write alone. But it's, it's all like I love it all. Is that conscious? I I realize that like, your consciousness and your ability aren't always hand in hand. But is that something that you purposefully do? Like when I'm writing for Easy Click, I want to go for this, or does it just kind of come out of you? It's more conscious. But how I always start with, uh, when writing a song is I start with the beat. So just going off of the beat, yeah, it'll it'll just flow from there. But like picking a beat is conscious. So I guess like both, <laughs> if that makes sense. How do you pick a beat? Like, is there like a website? No, I, there... <laughs> I mean, yeah, there there are many websites definitely. But how I pick a beat is I I like to know the person, the producer. So okay. I've been working with a producer called Dre for a long time, <laughs> like okay. two years now. Um, Dre's like one of those producers that he'll send you stuff that you didn't know you needed, you know? Huh. Interesting. So it was like, he's like one of the only producers that I've been working with consistently because he'll just send stuff over. Like for my song, The Worst, we, he came to Winnipeg. He doesn't live in Winnipeg. Yeah. So he came to Winnipeg and we hung out for like two hours and we were just talking about life. And then he made a beat when he got home and he sent it to me and it was like perfectly, it was like a beat that would make sense for the conversation that we had. It was yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah, And it was like, I didn't know that I needed this, but I do. And so I, we, he, like, sends a bunch of stuff, um, and we would just pick from there, or, like, Ray-Bans, or we've been working with Derek Benjamin. I don't know if you know him. He's um, He's been producing... He produced, like, two of the songs that we're doing, and we just, like... He produces it in studio, so we'll yeah. like, be there, and then he'll record it, mix and master and everything, so... Um, usually just people that we know will like sit there and we'll be like this is the vibe that we want yeah and yeah go from there is there like a general style or vibe that you like doing more than others no I like being experimental which is the nice thing about being an easy click is because I can do things that I wouldn't normally as mm-hmm. halves um, and I'm like f- I'm not forced to do them but I'm like pushed to do them so yeah. like rappy songs are like a little bit of ratchet you know um, yeah but bad baby <laughs> I mean, I mean, I wouldn't go that far, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I like how that's what popped into your head when I said ratchet. Um, yeah. What else was I supposed to think of? Come on. True, true. Um, but yeah, so we just kind of pick whatever like vibe we want to go for. Yeah, yeah. 
do you have any main sources of inspiration, whether it's another artist, whether it's a famous artist, whether it's something that in your life that happened to you? Is there something that you consistently find yourself drawing from, either consciously or not? Mm, the only, like, consistent inspiration that I've had is Mac Miller. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I've been... I've been listening to him since I was in, like, grade 11. Um, so it's been a while. And he... Because he's so experimental and mm-hmm. he's he's tried everything. And I've always felt like I wanted to do that as well. So that's a very good, um, I guess, ba- like place to start. Yeah. Um, SZA also, ever since. Yeah. Um, she kind of blew up a couple years ago. Uh, but other than that, it's always changing. I never knew how to pronounce her name for the longest time. No, you do. I don't know if I was right. I think it was right. I think it's right. I thought it was... Uh, so that I'm going Caesar? I thought it was Za. Uh, like, just like... Za? Like, there's a sound. Like, you just read it like it's... Za. Za. I'm like, what kind of stupid name is that? <laughs> nah, I like SZA better, actually. Yeah, SZA makes a lot more sense. <laughs> I think that's how you say it. I mean, that makes sense. That's all I've been saying it. Where's... Siri, Siri, gonna know this. Fuck if I know. How do you? I, you know I'm gonna fuck it. No, do it, do it. I want to know. What do I ask? I don't have Siri. How do you pronounce SZA? How do you pronounce SZA? Here's what I found. Oh, what the oh, fuck? I she didn't fucking tell us. Uh, SZA on how to pronounce her name. We're gonna watch this right now. I don't think it's a video. I think it's just an article. Oh my god. Well. Does Siri pronounce things ever? Like, I don't know. I don't use Siri. Well, I said SZA, and yeah, her name popped try... up correctly. Oh, okay, okay. That's so maybe that's then. it. I'll make that conclusion. One second. Uh, how to pronounce SZA. How to pronounce SZA. <laughs> Dude <laughs> tweeted, how the fuck do you pronounce SZA? <laughs> um, Is there, like, a YouTube video of, like, her in an interview? Okay, uh... It's pronounced SZA. Is that what it says on there? It says, while I am here, ever the beacon of knowledge, to come to your rescue and inform you that capital S, capital Z, capital A is pronounced SZA. You want to take a look? I trust you. I'm pretty blind. Yeah. You're pretty blind? I'm pretty blind. Me too. Do you wear contacts? No. (laughs) You just live with your blindness? I'm blind all the time. I'm also deaf too. That doesn't sound... I'm all... Oh my God. We're like... (laughs) Wins. My friend always makes fun of me because, I don't know, she'll be saying something. Oh, it's so stressful for her, probably. For me, I'm fine because I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Just like, what? Have you ever worn glasses? <laughs> yeah, I have glasses. I've had glasses since, like, kindergarten. But I okay. just wear them if I'm, like, reading or, you know. Didn't you drive here? I did. <laughs> Isn't that but a liability? <laughs> no, no, no. It's on my license. I can drive. Oh. Okay. I just can't read small things. Okay, so, like... Mm-hmm. How? That's why I don't look people in the eyes a lot. Oh, really? <laughs> when I see them, because it just takes a while to focus, so I don't want to be, like, staring at them. So Wouldn't that be better, though? So, like... To be staring at them? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? No, what I meant... Oh, to be I like meant just, like, it? that if you can't... If it is kind of blurry, you can just kind of look in that general area rather than looking at one thing to focus on. Because I find that when I'm trying to maintain eye contact, I go back and forth from, like, left eye to right eye, <laughs> and it annoys me. <laughs> Really? Yeah. I don't know. I just, I look in that general direction. Obviously, I don't, like, completely ignore people, but yeah, yeah. I won't, like, look them in the eyes. <laughs> okay. Because I've, like, been or, practicing. Like, look at their chin or something. Okay, that's but not, that's fine. Right now, it's fine because yeah. it's, like, only, it's pretty bright in here, so. Yeah. But, you know, at the club or something, at a show. Yeah. People, like, they're like, oh, hey, Habs. I'm like, <laughs> like staring at them. Like, oh, hey. <laughs> Yeah, that's I was, a I mean, secret. <laughs> and we're kind of like, we called it to attention about the eye contact thing, so I feel like it's kind of... <laughs> now we're just staring at yeah, each other. Yeah, now we're just like staring into each other's eyes menacingly. <laughs> I broke it, it's fine. Yeah, it's all good, you gotta stare away somehow. <laughs> but yeah. So. I feel bad for my friends though as well, because I have horrible hearing. I'd be oh. like, yeah, I'm going to the Red River X today, and I'm like... You're going to go kill a goat? And like, oh my that's god, not that's what I said. Oh my god. When we were in Toronto, so I went to Toronto with Easy Click, and they're like, the two things, or no, they're like, oh, what did they say? One of, I don't know. Regardless, they were like, one thing I learned about you is that you're really deaf. Because <laughs> they would be like, 
yeah, we're gonna go, I don't know, we're gonna go to the mall. And I'll be like, oh, you guys are trying to drink tonight? <laughs> or like something completely unrelated. They'd be like, what? Like, what, <laughs> what do you think happens? About? What do you think happens at the mall? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was just like some weird shit. So what kind of questions did you ask for them to give you that answer? Were you guys like going in a circle talking about the kind of things you learned about each other? And like, to be fair, I was across the room. So I was on the other side of the room. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, I learned about this person. He's very courageous. He's oh, very inspirational. He just, like, Brayden brought, or, yeah, brought it up one day and was just like, on, like, the last day, he's like, one thing I learned about you is that you're really deaf. <laughs> like, yeah, no. Like, what, what about me, guys? Now and they're like, yeah. yeah, you're deaf. <laughs> we had to go in a circle. <laughs> you're like, what? I learned that you were very pure. Very kind soul. Very pure soul. Halves your death. <laughs> That's all you get. <laughs> Whatever, I'm used to it. Yeah, you can't hear for shit. It's fine. Yeah, it's all good. I'm embracing it. Deaf gang. Somebody's got to be deaf, right? Might as well be us. Exactly. Yeah. We could be friends now. Yeah, we're not actually You don't deaf. have to talk. <laughs> just, you know, feel, feel out just the vibe. Just vibe. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. I saw a tweet once where it's like, if we date, we don't even have to talk. We can just sit there and vibe. And I vomited. Really? I've never... See, I'm surprised I haven't seen that. I've never wanted to, like... Just vibe? Just... <laughs> You've never felt the need to just vibe? I've never wanted to, like, scoop my eyes out with a spoon before mm, I saw, before that, you tweet. saw that tweet. Yeah. We don't have to talk. We just have to vibe, man. Was that real? Was that, like, a joke? I think I it like was real. Been a joke. I think it was real. Probably, actually. The replies were, like... Was... In Winnipeg, I feel like that would be real. Not to... Like, I love Winnipeg, but... Yeah, yeah, but Winnipeg's, like... That's the brand. What's Winnipeg like? Winnipeg's flawed. It's very flawed. So it's got, like, limited potential. But we're still not close to it, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Like, even look how the city was planned. Like, Keniston is three lanes. to two lanes. Now it's 50. And there's so many houses here. Then there's a huge mm-hmm. mall. It's like, what the fuck? There's a lot of things I don't get about it. But, I mean... Just embrace it, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's a fine city. It's cool. It's one of those winter wonderland cities that you would, like, bring your family to on a vacation. Go to Thermia and then leave the next day. <laughs> Go to Thermia and then leave. Is Thermia even that good? I don't know. I've never been. I've never been. I've never been either. I see they're building uh, that, there's, like, a Korean hot snow spa on Pemina, too. Isn't that, like, a bath spa? Like, where people take bath? Like, people, I don't know. Isn't that in the culture where they, like, bathe you? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't fucking know. Okay, that's what I heard. But I could be wrong. I mean, I didn't research it. I didn't follow up on that information, so... Maybe I should know, because I actually looked them up. You did? And I don't remember what I saw. What's it called? It's called Korean Hot this Snow Spa. This is free spa. advertising right now. Yeah, I know. Fucking bastards. No, I think it's <laughs> called, like, Korean Hot Snow Spa or Steam Spa. Or... Okay. It's where Reset used to be. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the place. Somebody told me that they, like, bathe you, but I don't know. I kind of hope not. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I would definitely research that before I go. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sure how stoked I would be about strangers bathing you. Bathing me. I'm pretty sure you could opt out at any time. (laughs) If you have to sign a contract, then that's when you know. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) That's when you know you're fucked, yeah. (laughs) That's when you can leave. So at least they do that beforehand. So what goes on here? We bathe you. Okay, cool. Yeah, but you got to sign this contract. <laughs> but I'm, I'm supposed to go to Thermia soon. So. You're supposed to. Yeah. I got it from my mom for Christmas. Oh, nice. And she's like, I'm going to take you. It's been like cool. six months, mom. <laughs> I know. Yeah. But she, to be fair, she wanted to go in like the spring. And I was like, maybe we should go in summer because it'll be nice. And you can, you know, you can like tan and stuff. I don't oh, know. cool. I've heard it was nicer in the summer, but again, I didn't follow up on that information, so. Yeah, you just didn't read up on it. Or just, I just trust people. Yeah. Yeah. You just need to see if the vibe's right. Exactly. (laughs) It felt right, so. Don't look it up, Mom. Just vibe. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, I know uh, on this podcast, especially, we've had a lot of local Winnipeg artists. Is there anything that you found by being in the Winnipeg music scene, anything that you discovered or things that you thought that surprised you i've been actually trying to like get winnipeg on the map or on somebody's radar from like outside of winnipeg because i think the hip-hop scene specifically is so great here like everyone i don't know it's 
I do find that it's kind of clicky. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm, I'm going to just be real on here. For sure. It is kind of clicky. Um, but the people that I've met, like, for my personal experience, are super nice. And everybody, like, there's a lot of talent here. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of things going on all the time. Like, every weekend, there's a show or two, like, on the same day or whatever. Like, it's there's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. There's a lot of talent the city has to offer. Do you have a favorite venue to play in the city? Mm. No, I don't think so. No? No. Um, I do like the smaller ones, the smaller venues. So you can pack the house? Yeah, and it's just like more intimate, I guess. Like people just come closer. You know, on like a big stage, it's hard to get people all like together and and like right up there. But um, I guess. But I, yeah, I also like the contrast too. Like I'm, I've been playing a lot of small stages and I'm... On July 6th, I have a show at Assiniboine Park, which is, like, a really big stage. Oh, dope. So I'm I'm also excited for that because it gives me room yeah. to move around because I'm <laughs> so used to just being constricted to, like, a few mm-hmm. square inches. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Is that next to the zoo? I don't even know. I haven't been there yet. Like the Assiniboine Zoo, not, like, the yeah, old yeah. club that got yeah, torn yeah. down in Osborne. Oh, my God. I went there for my 18th birthday. Oh, yeah? That <laughs> was really good. Was, was um, the zoo that place? No, <laughs> it wasn't. I was like, where am I going to go on a Tuesday? Oh and it was the zoo. <laughs> they had this thing, like, it was called Devotion, I think, on Tuesday nights. It lasted, like, a month, I think. I would not and go I to think... that night. Oh, I definitely went to that night. Was it good? It was good. It was my birthday, so obviously it was good. Did but... you go other than your birthday? <laughs> no. <laughs> so there you go. No, I just went on my birthday, so Fair I'm not really enough. sure. But anyways, I don't know if it's... At close to the actual well i'm sure it's close to the actual zoo but i don't know probably where the zoo is in proximity to that stage fair but i I saw a picture of it and it looked big so fair enough if there was anything that you wanted people to know about you specifically that maybe they didn't know or they knew already that you want to bring light to about yourself as an artist what would that be oh my god i ooh, put me on the spot yeah i realize it's kind of a loaded question (laughs) um i feel like it's it'll be covered some time throughout this interview. I don't know. I like I can't even think of something specific. Just like it'll come if you you know follow me for a while. Yeah. You'll, fi- you'll figure stuff out eventually. You'll figure it out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> figure it out for yourself. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. But. Well, I mean, I did kind of put you on the spot there. I'm a little bit. It's oh, okay. Yeah. I forgive you. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> I'm really bad with like on the fly thinking. So. Really? Yeah. Huh. I'm really bad at interviews. I wanted to guess that. The yeah. on the fly thing. You wouldn't have guessed that? No. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Maybe I'm just bad with people. I'm not very observant. No. I feel like you're fine. Ah, okay. Six out of ten. Six out of ten is pretty, that's better than five. Yeah, exactly. Also <laughs> better than four, three, two, and one. You're right. Yeah. You're so not wrong. I'm in the upper half for sure. Mm-hmm. So you're good. Yeah, it's all good. Don't worry about it. But to answer your question I don't know <laughs> maybe I'll think of it later yeah take I mean, a rain check <laughs> take a rain check on that go yeah. have a coffee break I'll just like blurt it out at the end <laughs> so any shows you want I'm very <laughs> any was that actually a question any shows I want no we just oh. I was saying because like you said at the end because we usually gotcha. plug everything that yeah. we you do at the end gotcha and then and boom yeah. There comes my fun fact. We're just kind of like, hey, <laughs> so is there anything that you'd like to plug at the end of our show? And then you say, oh, yeah, I'm performing at the Assiniboine Park on July 6th. Bring your friends and all the other shows that you're doing. Yeah, you should bring your friends. I don't have any <laughs> friends. I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, me neither. I have one. Me too. Yeah. Just kidding. I have three. Three? Mm-hmm. Three solid friends. The gang's all here. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> But I am doing a show on July 6th that y'all should come to. Yes, y'all for should. For a good cause. It's free. You guys should definitely come through to that. I'm actually performing. Okay, so on that songwriting retreat that I was talking about. Yeah. We had to. It was pretty crazy, actually, because it was, like, way out of my comfort zone. I was the only, like, hip-hop I guess. Like, if you have to put a genre on it, hip-hop artist. Yeah. <clears throat> and it was, like, mostly folk artists and, like, country, jazz, and all that kind of stuff. How many people were there? Nine. There's nine of us. Okay. Yeah, it was a really small group. So every day it was groups of three. Yeah. So we had like a challenge every day that we had to do. 
Um, so on the third day, we had to write a top 40 pop type song, which is really hard to do, actually. Like, you'd think it's super simple. Really hard to do. What does you have that to, mean? Write like, a top 40 pop song? Like, you have to write a song. So we actually, so there was two actual, like, songwriters from LA there that flew out. Um, to Falcon Lake. <laughs> yeah. Wow. To Winnipeg. And then, oh, well, I mean, I mean yeah, obviously. They drove not. with me to Falcon yeah, Lake. Yeah, they just fucking landed. <laughs> in the lake. In the lake. Well, there's like Blake Plains, right? On like a patch of <laughs> grass. Um, but yeah, anyways. Um, so yeah, they came from LA and they have like, they do it, like they have publishing deals and stuff. So they do it professionally. And so uh, they had these like actual real briefs of like, so, for example, it was that their publicist would give them. So it would be like for the Suicide Squad movie. I don't even yeah. know if that's what it's called. But you know, yeah. what you know what I mean. That's coming out February 2020. Suicide Squad's Wait. coming out again? Oh, my God. I don't even know if I'm supposed to. Whatever. It doesn't matter. It's just. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. It's out there now. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, potentially coming out in 2020. Um, Did Suicide Squad already write, come out? Yeah. There, there is one. Oh, it was for, like, another, another whatever, one. Whatever, keep on, keep on. So we were supposed to write a song for this, like, su- scene in the movie for, like, specific... I don't know. We had to... It was, like, a description of, like, certain words, like, empowerment and, like, female, blah, blah, blah. And it was, like, we're supposed to write a song for that movie, like, to be in that movie. And it was, like, a real brief. So we had to write a song to be put into that movie. So it was, like, stuff like that. So the, the day that I'm talking about was we had to write a pop song that would be given to, I don't know, like, would be used by, like, Justin Bieber or people that use songwriters mm-hmm. for their songs, you know? Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, did you actually have to put, like, a beat behind it, or did you just have to write it? No, like, we produced it from the ground up. Oh, damn. And, yeah, figured out the melody, the concept, everything. So it was, like, really challenging, because we had no idea where to start, because mm-hmm. none of us are pop artists. And, like... I always put, I'm really bad at directions. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it just like flows usually. So when you put directions into it, then it's just like, I don't know what to what to write or like what's relatable. Like we have to make it, because pop songs are, everyone has to relate to it, right? So, just talk about the club. Yeah, I guess so. But I don't know. So we ended up writing this actually super fun song. It was so dope. And it was like, folk artist as like an alternative country artist i hope that's like the right genre but mm-hmm. and then there was me and we it kind of had an urban twist on it cool um because i was the one singing it and it's just like i don't know it was i love that song and so we're i'm performing it on july 6th that was like a super long oh nice tangent but, no it's all good um but yeah anyways so it's just like something that i never would have thought it was supposed to be a pop song i never would have thought it would actually be my song how'd you but hear I about actually that want to use it how'd you hear about that writer's the retreat. Yeah. Um, Elise from Manitoba Music emailed me and was like, "Hey, you should. I feel like you'd be really good for this. You should sign up, um, or apply for it." So I applied for it and then I got in. So. What was the application process for? Uh, it was like, through Manitoba like, Music. I mean, like, how did you apply? Just online. Or like, is so like, it, does like, did you give question? them like a resume? <laughs> oh, so you just—it's like the same way that you would apply for a festival, just less um, intense. So it was just like bio some pictures some links to your songs and like a description of why this would help you and oh, okay all that kind of stuff interesting so, yeah kind of like a resume i guess okay it's like a music resume i guess so yeah not like i used to work at earl's yeah like <laughs> the fuck do you want me to do that Hollister, 2009 <laughs> oh yeah that was where you worked oh yeah for like a month that was probably my worst job ever Okay. I, I worked a shift at Under Armour and then got fired. A shift? Yeah. What happened? They realized they hired too many people. Fuck. <laughs> what? Yeah. They didn't know before? No. <laughs> so I made a solid $36. Sad. Yeah. Well, whatever. It's better than zero. Yeah. It's better than 35. <laughs> <laughs> 34 and 30. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, here, I'm going to time how we're doing right now. What Damn. number is that? 46 minutes. That's good vision. Yeah. Well, I got glasses on. <laughs> you want to check? Do you want to try them? I'm okay. Yeah. You probably have worse vision. I don't think you do. I think my glasses would burn your eye. No. I'm, I'm sure we're good. I have the worst eyes I know. I think I'm worse than you, but 
I'll just have to take your word well, for yeah, it. Yeah, agree to disagree. <laughs> and know that you're wrong, but it's all good. Agree uh, to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, how you feeling? How's this going for you? Good. Good? Yeah. How you feeling? I feel good. Yeah? I feel good. I thought Cannon was going to be here today, but surprise party for his dad. So you're feeling just okay? Just okay. Yeah. I miss Cannon. Could be better. Yeah. Could okay. be better. Could be worse, though. <laughs> Could also be worse. Yeah. <laughs> also, with people that I've never met before recording, I'm always just like, what's this person going to be like? True. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, what am I getting? Because sometimes I'll get somebody who's super talkative and just like takes like two and a half hours. Is that? Takes... Do you prefer that? Do I prefer that? Yeah. If people are more talkative? Yeah, I prefer if people are more talkative because like nobody really wants to hear sure. my quips that much, right? Like, that's not the show. I guess so. The show is supposed that's to be... That's fair. Yeah. But I mean, like, if you're not as talkative as those people, it's not like, oh, fuck, this person's the worst. It's like, whatever. Yeah. Now it's on me as it. an interviewer to try to lead them in places that people want to hear about, right? Like... Yeah. Just makes your life a little bit harder. But yeah. It's whatever. fine. Shit happens. Yeah. Shit happens. Should I be saying this on air? I don't know. Probably. Well, what's your brand? Are you trying to be real or are you trying to... Yeah. Well, we're real. You know, we're keeping it 100. 100 well, OP. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Then you're good. Yeah, we're good. People need to hear the truth. That is facts. <laughs> Straight facts, B. That's facts. I feel like I should stop saying facts. Go for it. Keep going. No, I'm, I'm not good. going to. <laughs> I'm not going to. Um, too encouraging. Did you have a list of questions? No, I didn't. I usually have, oh, like... It's pretty good. I'll spitball. I had no idea what we were going to talk about. I was like, usually I ask them, like, is there something I should prepare for? But I think you asked me that. Is it? Probably, like, two months ago I mean, when we planned this. this. <laughs> it wasn't that long. Oh, I feel like it was. It was, like, the beginning of May. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because then you were on tour, and I said, how about after? That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. But Expose. that's my bad, too. Expose me. Because I had... No, no, no. That's, <laughs> that was me that initially was like, can we do this day instead? Because, no, like, fine. I got home, and I was like, had to listen to my body. Because I'm like, if I do an interview right now first of all it's gonna suck because i won't be able to think and second of all probably i'm gonna get sick <laughs> i got so sick after toronto why that i don't know I, I was just like talking a lot really in loud places like networking a lot okay and singing and you know just living like like we were going to bed at like 5 30 and i was i can't sleep past 10 you went to bed like 5 30 p.m no, <laughs> like a.m. Jesus Christ. Yeah, like 5.30, 6.30. And like we were just chilling, like listening to music. It was it was really fun. Like, And I didn't, when I'm on like vacation like that, I don't like to sleep because I don't, I'm really weird. I don't like to, I feel like I'm wasting it. So I just want to be up all the time. Um, but you have to sleep. So yeah. I would wake up, I would go to bed at like 5.30, wake up at 10. Everyone would still be sleeping and I would go like meet up with people and like do things. And I just exhausted myself. So after the plane ride, I got really, like, I woke up the next day and my throat was just, I couldn't talk. I lost my voice completely. Damn. And I had a show that day. And so I, like, took a bunch of oregano oil. I drank kombucha. Do you know what that is? Yeah. <clears throat> and I took a bunch of, like, eucalyptus mints. And then I took two wellness shots, which is, like, do you know what a wellness shot is? It's, like, lemon juice um with ginger and cayenne pepper did i say okay. that right yeah you know what i'm talking about and like oregano oil and just it's really gross but it cured me damn mm. it worked it worked yeah the next day i left for amsterdam and usually like planes make it worse for me but i was i guess i was so tired i just slept through the whole plane ride and then i woke up and my voice was back and i was fine weird yeah it was super weird so you just, like, pounded out those wellness shots, kombucha, and... Yeah, so after that, I was like, hey, I'm asleep. <laughs> I'm gonna get my sleep and Can you usually sleep myself. while on airplanes? No. No? Oh, okay, so that's, like, way out of the ordinary for you, then. Yeah. Especially, like, I don't know, it was, like, an eight-hour plane ride, so... I just, like, forced myself to sleep, plus I was exhausted, so I just passed it right out. Damn. And, yeah. Interesting. Here we are. Yeah, and here we are. Yeah. A month and a bit later. Yeah. Finally. I feel like every episode I've been saying that with somebody. Like, and here we are. I've been looking forward to this, man. You know, I've been really? putting this off for like three weeks. We're just like, yeah, man. 
You just put off episodes yeah. all the time. I'm just the worst. Especially last <laughs> week when we didn't have an episode. I felt like it's just such a dick because I'm like, ugh. I've got like seven people that, <laughs> shit happens. that I've been talking to. Yeah. And now we don't have an episode this week. It's fine. Yeah, shit happens. Whatever. We're still under 50 episodes. No, we're over 50 episodes now. Still. You're under 49 and a half. Well, I mean, by the time this is released. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. I figured. 51. Keep about the future. Yeah, exactly. Right now, I think this is... What day is this going to be? It's July 8th right now, apparently. Is it July 8th? I mean, it's June 24th, but it will be July 8th by the time this is released. My music video comes out in two days. There we go. See? <laughs> Perfect. How long have you been working on that for? Just since June 8th. Since we June. shot it, yeah. Okay. So the guy that I'm working with is super quick. Oh, yeah? Like, yeah, he's so quick. That's the fastest I've ever had a music video done. How long does it usually take? Like six months. Shit. Yeah. Well, no, that's a lie. One time it took six months, and then the other time it was like two months, three months. But this is like done in two weeks already. How much of a say do you have in the music video? Like, do you get to determine everything? Like, I want it to be here, I want this mood, I want... Yeah. Yeah, but um, the guy that I worked with, Vince, is mm-hmm. his name. He um, kind of took care. He took care of the location. Like I gave him a, a sense of what I wanted it to be like, and the colors, and like, you know, like a mood board. Sent him a bunch of pictures, and mm-hmm. like I wanted to incorporate glitter and like Cheerios. So I sent him all this like weird stuff that I wanted to incorporate, and he took that and made it what it is. Damn. Yeah. That's really... How many music videos do you have out? I only have two right now. Just two? Yeah. Okay. But I think this is the one I'm, I'm most proud of. Okay. Dope. Just, like, everything, like, um, the way he shot it and the quality and everything is just... And which song is it for? More Lies. Okay. That's a really good song, by the way. Thank you. I was, like, going through <laughs> your whole uh, music history on Spotify the other day. Oh, really? Yeah. Did your research? I did my ground work is that yeah okay. i know what you mean yeah, yeah i did the research i did my homework Tight. yeah i really enjoyed it actually thanks yeah. more lies yeah and i mean most of what i listen to anyways what's your favorite more lies is probably my favorite oh really yeah interesting definitely the top two on spotify were my favorite i can't remember what the second oh, really? one was cool i don't know what the second one is right now on spotify the yeah. worst pardon the worst i think so i think oh, that or was it the song with everybody love I think it's the worst, yeah. Because yeah. okay. I also I remember I heard you as well on uh, Andre's track before oh, I was uh, yeah, yeah. I was researching him as well. I didn't even know he was on this podcast. He was. That's really cool. Like he... now I know, but I yeah, didn't yeah. know that until like today or yesterday. Wow, he wasn't promoting it as much as I wanted. No, I'm kidding. He, he did a great <laughs> job. No, that's super cool though. Yeah, he was episode forty nine and a half, which you guys should totally check out right now as soon as this episode's done. Yeah, because it's out. Yeah, it's already out. <laughs> Unlike this one, I mean, this one will be out. Uh, how else are people going to listen to it? Anyways. <laughs> yeah. Andre's super chill, though. I love him. Yeah, he's awesome. He's like one of the realest people yeah. that I've met in this industry, at least. Yeah, he's a great dude. I had a really good time meeting him and talking to him as well. I bet. Yeah. You bet correctly. <laughs> bet correctly. You would have won that. Uh, so what do you got going on for the rest of the summer? Um, I've just been planning a lot. So, like, I'm planning my shows. I have the show at Northern Touch, which will be um, past tense when this comes out. Yeah. Um, but that one, I guess now that now that it's out, um, I'm going to be getting tattooed on stage. Oh, nice. Um, so my friend has, like, she started tattooing, and she's, like, super talented artist. She's been in school for it for, like, the past year. Mm-hmm. And she started, like, stick and poking, so um, we're going to kind of incorporate that into my set. What are you getting done? Um, so I wanted to release a single called Lemonade, and I'm going to get a lemon on my, just like a simple lemon on my leg. So, yeah. Interesting. Um, so, yeah, that's that. So I've just been planning that. And then um, planning my July 6th show, which also will be passed. Um, just like planning, I'm doing a Real Love Summer Festival. So mostly planning shows. And um, we have, with Easy Click, we have a project coming out um, probably end of August. So 
kind of busy with that mm-hmm. versus focusing on my own solo stuff. I don't know. I've had like mad writer's block for my solo stuff. I don't know what direction I want to take it in right now. So we'll see about that. And then I'm going to the Yukon in October for Breakout West. Yeah, super huh. random. Super random place. But I'm doing Breakout West in October. Cool. So. Somebody once told me that, oh, Miyazwe told me. He was, on, he was on this podcast as well. Yeah, I saw that. You guys should listen to that as well. You guys should listen to that. Um, Already did. <laughs> he said that, you you listened to it? Mm-hmm. Oh, dope. What did you think? I liked it. Thank it you. Was, yeah. I listened to a few of them. Yeah. Did my research too. Dope. Look at that. <laughs> Look at you. Um, he said that he doesn't think the writing block exists. Thinks that you just write things you don't like. <laughs> yeah. Um, I agree with that. Like, I don't really know what to call it. I just, I have a certain direction that yeah. I want to go in, which I don't know yet what that is. So I've been just trying different directions. I'm not right. sure. Like, just things haven't been, like, flowing together as smoothly as they usually do. So I'm just taking that as I, I just need to back off a bit. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you need to go to Thermia. Capitalize on that. Exactly. Rel- Maybe relax. Maybe Thermia, I'll figure my shit out. <laughs> Rest, relax. The yeah. Scandinavian spa will... Revitalize you. Yeah. Cool. I can't remember if it's Danish or Swedish or something. Cool. But it's definitely <laughs> Scandinavian. Well, we'll see once that happens. Yeah, we'll find out. I'll be reborn. Yeah, that'd be dope. Let me know if that's what happens. I feel like I already was, so. When? I feel like you can only be reborn once. Nah, you can be reborn many times. Okay. I think. <laughs> I hope, anyway. That'd be cool. No, I agree. You're right. When were you reborn? Uh, like three months ago. As halves? <laughs> no, just like in general. I okay. just like think, I don't know, I just, the way I look at life now is like way different than three months ago. It was... I don't even know what happened. Again, yeah, there you go. You answer my question. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's what? like at the end of a relationship that ended like a lot of other things. Oh, okay. And then, yeah, I don't know. How did your just perception change? Did you just become more positive or... That too, like I've... I've always been, like, pretty positive, but just things that used to bother me just don't really bother me anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, like it's really hard to offend me or or bother me in really? any way. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that could be a segment on our show. Yeah. Can Try you to offend me? <laughs> I would love that. Because I would be so curious to, like, what actually offends me because I don't even know. Like, I just... That could go really badly. <laughs> it could, yeah, but it would be entertaining. So Just that's... hit a nerve that we didn't expect to hit. <laughs> yeah. You beat the shit out of me or something. <laughs> Go to therapy for like six months. <laughs> we're advancing you as a person. That's what I'd If people got mad at us, I'd be like, look, we're helping her figure stuff out about herself. Yeah. I'll sign a contract. <laughs> <laughs> Just like at the Korean spa. Yeah, exactly. But like, I feel like this would be, I, I would rather do this. <laughs> oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm honored. <laughs> I'm honored yeah. you'd rather have me insult you <laughs> on a podcast to try yeah. to offend you. Let's do it. <laughs> the next segment. Yeah, try to offend us. Episode abs. 51 and a half. 51 and a half. <laughs> we got to keep going with the halves now. Kind of a play on words. I was just it. thinking yeah. that. There we go, there we go. I, like, I'm not even going to say it because I've heard this so many times. <laughs> people have said that to you? Like, they just incorporate halves into every everything. No, like, I don't have to. You don't have to. Yeah. Or, like, with half. Or, like, haves and haves not. I don't know. Oh, my God. All that. All that stuff. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. How many people have you hit because of that? Be honest. I haven't hit anybody. Are you sure? (laughs) Yeah. I only hit one person once in grade eight. Oh, out, of ang- out of anger the bad year. yeah the bad year <laughs> and you didn't exactly. get suspended that's bullshit no my principal was like next time use your words <laughs> so I'm supposed to insult him yeah I was like okay <laughs> but like that doesn't work <laughs> you're a bitch <laughs> yeah you're like, why'd you call him that the principal told me to I actually don't like how you made me feel just kidding that's actually the right way to do it kids yeah exactly don't go find <laughs> people bitches yeah exactly I just realized the other day how much of a demon child I, I was Oh, really? When I was in grade two, this one girl asked to borrow my glue stick, and I told her no. So she did it anyway. Okay. So I tried to glue her to her seat. I like seats. her. Oh, really? Yeah. How'd you do that? She went you to the like, bathroom. You, tried to trick her. She went to the bathroom, so I just, like, glued oh her God. seat. Oh, what happened? Well, she didn't stick, for one. Yeah, but, like, 
Was it just glue everywhere? Because I was, was using just a big mess? Elmer's glue. And oh yeah, God. it was just a mess. My teacher got mad at me. She's like, why is there glue on this person's seat? And I was like, I don't know. Did you get in, what's it called? Inception? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got an Inception. Uh, no, infractions don't exist. Oh, yes, didn't, didn't exist in grade two. Uh, we were talking off air about my school's punishment system in elementary and <laughs> junior high. St. Marie's had the infraction system, which if you got 15, you didn't go to the, you didn't go to the school trip at the end. And if you got 15 inceptions, then you became principal. Uh, <laughs> Sick. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. One of my brother's friends got 84 infractions in a single year and he didn't get suspended once. So St. Marie's. But he didn't get to go to the uh, or end of school trip. I don't think he was going to go regardless. With all the homies. <laughs> he didn't seem like the kind of guy that enjoyed Lilac Resort that much. It was Lilac Resort? Yeah. Mm. Which was actually pretty cool when I went. Was it? Yeah, I had fun anyways. That's good. That's what matters. Yeah, that's what matters. I don't even... If I went now, I couldn't tell you how I'd experience it. Anyways, what was my point? Oh, yeah, I tried to glue a girl to her seat. Yeah, so I got in trouble for that. Oh. And then in grade four, I got 24 notes written home in my agenda. <laughs> you, were, you were just thinking about that today? Well, I was writing jokes about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are you a comedian? I am, yes. Sick. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you should come to my show. Yeah, when is it? On the 5th of July. Well, that's past Oh, now. really? Hell, yeah. Okay, we'll talk about it after. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll talk. <laughs> this is great. There's like three things to do on the 5th of July. Which are? Celebrate Independence Day late? Yes. Okay. Um, my friend's coming from out of town. Uh, my, there's this, what's it called? Oh, I don't know what it's called. It's in the exchange. It's like a um, place that sells like uh, oh, what's the word? Like a farmer's market kind of. Oh, okay. They like have little vendors. Okay. What's it called? I don't know what it's called. It starts with A. Alley something. Anyways, I met this girl that, that's doing it. So it's going to go to that. And then I think there's another um, album release. Oh, oh. Maybe I'll do them all. Yeah. And then there's your show. Yeah, exactly. What time's your show? 10.30 p.m. Okay. Shit. Yeah. Which I probably killed if when this comes out. <laughs> That's the <laughs> goal anyway. I feel so weird scheduling <laughs> my, killed it. my episode two weeks from now. Yeah. But whatever. It's fine. That's how podcasts work, right? Yeah, fuck it. Not everybody can be Joe Rogan. Exactly. Yeah. All I right. Do well, let me check time real quick. We're at 105. Cool. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I feel pretty good. I feel like this went well. I'm... Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything you'd like to plug other than the Assiniboine Park show? Mm, well, that one already passed. That's because true. Because it's Fuck. July 8th today. <laughs> so in two days from now, my music video is coming out. Um, I'm doing a show July 27th in Toulon, for Real Love Summerfest. And that's pretty much all I got right now. Everything. You can basically just... Stay up to date with everything on my social medias. Yes, follow her. At Habs, Habs, Habs. Yes, follow her on social media. It's going to be linked in the description below. Tight. Yeah? Nicole, should I call you Nicole? Should I call you Habs? What? Habs. Habs. Habs is cool. Habs, okay. <laughs> Habs, is there anything else you'd like to say? No, no. I don't think so. I think we've covered it all. Yeah. I didn't. I don't have an answer to your question from you earlier. Oh. So I'm glad you remembered. Like, yeah. That's pretty impressive, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm impressed. I, I am. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Well, this is us signing off on Winnipeg's Finest. Have a great. Oh that was not supposed to be a pun. I was looking for the mouse, and I... <laughs> you really extended that word. Yeah. I didn't mean to. I promise. Have a great. There. I extended great there. Week, y'all. Peace. Bye. <laughs>